it's coming back down to that confidence. You're right. There are coaches are a dime a dozen, but find a coach that will help you unlock the resources and unlock the opportunities for you to grow in whatever aspect of your life you want to grow. And that's a good coach. Well, folks, here is another episode of Beyond Clean where the industry talks about, well, I don't know, cleaning. Oh, yeah, it is a cleaning show, isn't it? Well, we don't always talk about cleaning because there's more to the cleaning operations than just washing windows, cleaning toilets, and making sure the floor is clean. However, it takes a lot to be an entrepreneur in this industry, uh, more so than most people think. It is very easy to get into it. It's low investment. But as people learn very quickly that just that idea of maybe doing it yourself isn't all it's cracked up to be. If you don't have a plan, if you don't have a roadmap, you might have a speed bump. Well, today I've got somebody on the line with us that wants to talk about maybe helping you through those years, that speed bump, and maybe avoiding some of those, well, mindset issues. Let's see if we've got a connection here with Jesse. Are you there? I am. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm excited to be here. Good. It's always great to have somebody that I can see and hear on the other end of a podcast. Absolutely. At least you know you're talking to someone, right? An individual. So awesome. Yeah, I got to say the listeners are probably tired of listening to me all the time. So uh, Jesse, uh, where are you? What do we do? And why are we going to be talking with you today? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I am the founder of Emerge Coaching. I've ran seven different LLCs, continue to run them. And I have found that at some point, like it's fun to run an LLC, but at some point you need to start giving back and actually helping young entrepreneurs or business owners become, instead of a solo entrepreneur, actually become a business and to give them the right tools that maybe some of the the privileged per se would be receiving. And now my goal is here to open up and really give back to those in any entrepreneurial journey, ways that they can create and scale their business faster with less energy and with less effort, um, with the resources that they already have. They're just unaware that they have them. Now, folks, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see what I'm looking at here, but I got to tell you, I was just talking with another gentleman uh, recording a podcast, and he was dressed a little differently than Jesse is this morning. Uh, Jesse's got a stocking cap on and a sweatshirt <laughs> uh, because I think over in Salt Lake City, it might be a little cooler than the last guy I was talking to who was in Spain. Yeah, absolutely. It is freezing cold. We're, we're around like 40 degrees. Um, and as a fellow hairless guy, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I've got to keep this hat on or it gets really, really cold really fast. So I do understand that, Jesse. We have another <laughs> time, but I just about knew that you were kind of uh, follically challenged like me. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, as long as you embrace it, it doesn't matter, hair or no hair. Like, I'm, I'm still the same, you know, and still the same individual. So, yeah, what, what's, what's underneath the hairline isn't what's, uh, uh, or what's above the hairline isn't important, it's what's underneath. Exactly. That's right. Well, it's all. Hey, folks, uh, the reason that I wanted to have Jesse on when we talked to him is because. You know, I think in the cleaning industry, a lot of the people that are listening to the podcast uh, or watching you today are entrepreneurs that are between $100,000 to $200,000 a year annual revenue 
working by themselves, maybe one or two people working with them. Thought it was a great idea. It was low entry cost, as I said, but now things, as some people say, it gets real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, just to kind of go into that, like I realized that within my first couple of years of being an entrepreneur, I, I was real estate was my big like entry to the entrepreneurial journey. And as a real estate agent, you find yourself consistently at everyone's beck and call doing your QuickBooks, doing your marketing, you know, like going out and doing your sales. That's also like the key component to your business, right? Is actually having business and people to work with and a couple that with, you know, other people's emotions when they buy a product, um, regardless of the product, there's always going to be some emotional feedback that you may receive or encounter. And that's, you know, at some point you may feel like you're a psychiatrist as well, you know, depending on the client. So, um, you know, that's definitely, like you said, like it's, you find yourself, it's not the issue of money. It's not the issue of, you know, having a good business. You feel confident there where you're feeling confident is maybe the, is, you know, if something happens to me, then what, or, you know, like what happens if I lose my steam or I lose my momentum? Am I going to lose my business? And then also too, you find yourself going, man, when am I going to take a vacation for myself? <laughs> you know, because if you stop, it's not like a W2 job where you give yourself two weeks paid, right? It, once you stop, it's, it's over. Like that's your income for the next, however long you decide to take a vacation. But what if that could actually be a different case for you what if you could have more confidence work less make more money and be able to go enjoy the money you've already made and that's what we focus here on with emerge coaching is actually unlocking the mind because some people may feel oh maybe that's you know that's too good to be true but what if it wasn't you know let's consider that for a moment i mean with uh you know with your cleaning business in the in the past i mean is it possible like based off what you've seen well, I can tell you, Jesse, that I am um, one of those ones that, you know, in my 20s, not knowing what I was doing, I ran my own cleaning business, and that's what I would have liked to have said. However, <laughs> the business ran me into right. the ground. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, t I teach now from my experience then, you know, I have a bidding class and I teach people you know, there's a difference between keeping the lights on and paying the bills and going to Aruba and actually coming back and having a business to keep doing it. Right. And that's what Absolutely. you're saying. Yeah, totally. I mean, here's just kind of a quick, like an introduction to what we do with Emerge Coaching is we have our clients come in and write down a hundred things they want, like material things, money's not an issue, write it down. Be a hundred? Holy 100. Right. That's a like, list. We find some people not even being able to do 25 things for themselves. Like, cause then they go, Oh, well, my wife would like this. Well, no, we're not talking about your wife. We're talking about you. Right. Right. 100%. Then we go in and say, after you have your hundred things, a hundred experiences, like something you want to receive, whether that's, you know, making amends with someone that you hurt, whether that's going and seeing your kids get married or whatever the case, write down a hundred experiences you want to live for and that are important to you. And you know what's interesting is like one of our clients went through this exercise and he called me up and he said, you know, I wrote down a private island in Mexico. And we're like, okay, cool. Like that's, you know, that's a big ask, right? 
And he well, says, he did the thing say money was no object there. Come on. Exactly. Jeff. Exactly. And he's like, the thing is, is I can afford this private island. He's like, but I realize that I can't actually go and enjoy that private island in the current state of my business. And at that moment, we unlocked a huge opportunity for him to say, well, what are we going to do about it? And he went from this state of being like day to day to now looking at it going, holy cow, if I actually am going after something I truly want that motivates the heck out of me, I'm going to have to change. So, you know, he ended up going and hiring his first hire and he's doing very well for himself, but it was that first hire that then unlocked more opportunity. And he called me and he said, Hey, for the first time in five years, I went on a vacation with my family and I didn't have to worry about business. And we were like, isn't that a monumental celebration? Like that's huge five years. And the thing is, is it's not just the, the vacation, but it was the fact that he didn't have to worry about his business. Like suffering at all right he had an employee someone that he trained and worked towards then he got to go enjoy the fruits of his labor i mean all of you cleaning real estate doesn't matter what industry you're in if you're a solo entrepreneur at some point you feel this like i have money like i'm doing well for myself but if you don't have time that's where it becomes a big issue and so how do you unlock that and how do you start to work towards the things you want because a lot of people, if you ask them, hey, what do you want? They'll say, oh, I don't want this and I don't want that. And it's like, well, no, I didn't ask you what you didn't want. I asked you <laughs> what you wanted. And they don't have an answer. And it's because they don't have the roadmap. And that's what I said in the intro, folks, is if you don't have that roadmap, you don't have a destination, you don't have that motivation to move forward, and you will run into a speed bump that will stop you dead in your tracks. Now, why do I say that? I lived it. I know exactly what, and I'm like, folks, that's why I teach and talk the way I do these days is to help you not do the same thing. Jesse is not quite as old as I am, and he's already understood and learned that, and that's what you do. Um, yeah. Do you find working with small businesses is better? I mean, you've worked in real estate, so I'm sure you work with some very large organizations. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's the small businesses that... I love working with because it's the ones that have the most growth opportunity and they're the ones that are more susceptible to hearing this as well, because we've all felt that way. You know, I work, I'm working with someone in a car detailing, um, one of our clients and he does car detailing and he has just been like, I've always wanted to do this, but I always doubted in myself. And so we're able to go and create a way to get the doubt out of there. And then within the first three weeks of just marketing and telling everyone that he is a, car detailer, he's had a schedule booked for the past six, right? Like, and, his, and that's the thing is like, eliminating the doubt, eliminating the, un, like the, the beliefs that we have about ourselves and just having the courage to do it. But it makes it a lot easier when you have that roadmap, knowing what you want to work towards. Like I said, too many people just do not know what they want. And then they, they re rely on the external environment of like Facebook, Instagram, the news, to tell them what they want. And then they're just not feeling that internal happiness because it's not truly what they know they want inside. And it's just unlocking what they want that really starts to create more momentum. Well, there is a balance between the two and using one to motivate, motivate and work with the other. I think they need to go parallel hand in hand, don't they, Jesse? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you find yourself saying, part of me wants this, part of me wants that, well, that is a great indication right there that you're not aligned and if you're not aligned, it's like a sniper rifle. 
if you can't align the sights and get right in, you're going to miss the target. Like, and so that's the thing is you have to become aligned with what you want and what you like that happiness. And then as you start to align those things, everything starts to become easier for you and work becomes effortless because you feel confident, you feel self-love, self-motivation. So absolutely. You know, there's a lot of coaching people on the market. I mean, I, I hate to say it, Jesse, but they're like a dime a dozen almost if I can search yes. for coaching. Yes. What? And I, and I think you probably know this already. Not anything new. Mm -hmm. How do people figure out who's the right one for them? Yeah, I think honestly, it's going after once again, what you're, what you're looking for. I mean, I can confidently talk to anyone and say, yeah, I'm a great fit because I know what I'm coaching is <laughs> super important to unlock and create more awareness. The thing is, is most of us are making the same decisions every single day based off a familiar past. So then I'm going to argue is if we're making decisions on the past, are we living in a predictable future? And if the answer is yes, that we live in a predictable future, then how are we ever going to get what we currently have or get more than what we currently have, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in like money or business, if we continue to make the same decisions based off a uh, past. And so what our goal is, is to help people become more present and say, this is what I'm working towards and get away from the things that they're running away from or trying to avoid. And so, like I said, for me, it's coming back down to that confidence. You're right. There are coaches are a dime a dozen, but find a coach that will help you unlock the resources and unlock the opportunities for you to grow in whatever aspect of your life you want to grow. And that's a good coach. You know, I talk about it and I do coaching here at the Academy as well, but I, I use a word that I really like here on the show, folks. You've probably heard it if you've listened to any of the podcasts before, progressive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a gentleman early in my career say, I think your experience is not 20 years old. I think you have one year of experience that you've used for the last 20 years. And I, I, I always remember that yeah. uh, because as I went through my journey, I try to be progressive. And when you were talking there, I was thinking, you know, it goes very much to the cleaning industry. Just because I've used a rotary floor machine for the last hundred years and it still works doesn't mean it's the best to match the goals that I have today. Right. And so many Absolutely. people get stuck in this old rut, as you said, doing what was a past, but that's not going to get them to their future goals, right? Right. Yes, absolutely. And the thing is, is this has started off since like the beginning when you were born. There were beliefs that were installed in your mind from oh, parents, yeah. from loved ones. In some cases, it was installed generations before you were even born. Oh, and yeah, because so, we learned from the generations that they learned from because they just exactly. repeated the same things and we learned that too. Exactly. One of the favorite stories I share with my clients is, you know, there's a family dinner and the wife cuts both sides of the ham and puts it on the pan, cooks it. They go, well, where? why are you cu cutting both sides of the ham? And she goes, well, that's how my mom did it. Okay, cool. <laughs> they call the mom. Why would you cut both sides of the pan off? And they're like, well, that's just what I learned from my mom. And then they call again to the grandma and they go, why did you do that? And she said, well, no particular reason. It's just the ham didn't fit in the pan, right? <laughs> and my question to my clients all the time are, is are some of these thoughts 
As simple as that. No reason you're holding on to them, whether that's a thought with money, a thought with love, a thought with business, that you're holding on to something that serves no purpose, but you don't even know where it originates from. And that's huge. I see this all the time. We're we're and I, I'm and this is just because it comes off top of my mind, folks. Uh, as you can probably tell with our podcast, we don't have any script here. It's just whatever comes into our head. And I was thinking, you know, we're setting up for these expos that we're going to be doing uh, February through April next year here in uh, Florida. And you know, we got to get the pipe and the drape for all of the vendors to have their booths and everything. And then I've got to set up for my Rockstar talks and 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 the classroom, and conventionally we always rent those. Well, when we got to look at it, we go, we're doing four of those. We plan to continue to do them. So why don't we just own our own and doing it? But but that was to what you said. We're so ingrained over the years just to rent those. We're a big enough organization. If we're doing four of these a year, we should just own our own and do it. Yeah, and I'm going to challenge you too and say, what are you not considering? By buying that, you know, you create a new relationship with whoever builds it. Maybe they're looking at it going, actually, we need a cleaner and there's some reciprocity there. Or maybe there's something that you're learning more that could unlock an opportunity for your business, right? Because you're taking a different path and something new and not the predictable future, but you're trying something new that is unlocking more opportunities and resources. Now it's just because you're aware and you're focused, you're going to start seeing those more and it'll be easy for you. So this goes, Jesse, to what I always talk about here in class is, you know, don't be so caught up on the price of that floor machine because the question is not what does it cost, but how much money you can make with it. But once you have it, then you start looking at opportunities that you never looked at before. Yep, absolutely. Here's a, here's a funny story to go along with that. I had a client that is wanting to purchase a Lamborghini and he went to go purchase it and he felt nervous and pressure because payments four thousand bucks a month. You know, like that's a lot of. <laughs> I got to tell you, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to some that's a mortgage, right? And so he called me up, and it's like, well, can you afford it? Yes, I can afford it, and it's not going to put you out. No, okay. What are you not considering? Go back and ask the salesperson what kind of perks, what kind of opportunities, what kind of options do you have available instead of just what you currently know. Go and actually have a conversation and be curious. And as he opened up that, he found out that there's actually a Lamborghini club. And if he spent a little bit more money, he could go join that Lamborghini club. And it's people that have spent a million dollars or more in Lamborghinis, but it's exclusive and they do retreats. And he also does coaching. And he comes in and says, hey, Jesse, he called me up. He's like, I ended up spending a million dollars on Lamborghini instead of the 300000 because now I get into this club and now I'm surrounding myself with more people that are winning. And we're like, isn't that interesting that there was a little resistance there, but then as you jumped into this club, you're able to go surround yourself with more people that are going to help you win. And he signed up a few clients from that just because he took that extra step. So like you said, what are you not considering by buying that extra piece of equipment for your business? Yeah. And, and I think that's it. You know, once that you have made the step and this is where you, I mean, you know, uh, you and I talk about probably as much as anything. The, the tool that I work with mainly is not the equipment and the cleaning supplies, but the mind. Mm -hmm. That's the tool we've got to work with first. 100%. Yep. 
You see, the thing is, is anyone can be a real estate agent. Anyone could be an amazing cleaner or a photographer, whatever the case. But the difference that separates you personally from them is the mindset and the strengthening of the mind. You're still a walking human being. You have the same conversations, but it's the confidence in yourself and the mind training that you've given yourself to, that propels you and puts you in a different area. And because you understand that, that's why people are listening to your podcast. And that's why you're having success outside of just cleaning because you understand that there's a bigger purpose and you're the one to fill it. Now, now really folks, cool. you might be listening to this and you're going, okay, so I got to change my mindset. I understand this. And I understand coaching and everything. Really do you? And that was kind of where I was at. Um, you know, I, I think this is one of the things, you know, we've been doing podcasts now for six years. We're going, getting ready to go into our seventh. Um, and I was struggling because people in the cleaning industry don't take time to talk, Jesse. They just, they're doers. They're, they're right. doing something. And, you know, this is time that I could be doing something else. And I appreciate that. And so I was struggling mm -hmm. with how to find somebody to talk with like yourself. And I saw this pod match and I'm going, okay, let me try that. It's been a great experience because now I have people like you from all over the world as we are today. I mean, all the way from Spain to Utah. Um, right. But this is where, you know, people look at us and go, oh, well, I couldn't do that. Folks, I'm not any different. I wasn't born this way. This was something that I created myself. I said I could do it. And this is the mindset you're saying that these entrepreneurs have to have. Oh, absolutely. In fact, one of the biggest things that I'm going to leave here with with your listeners on this show is I'm going to ask and say, when's the last time you gave yourself a reward for doing good business? When's the last time you signed a cleaning contract and you went and you bought something for yourself to say, you know what, I deserve this. And if you can't tell me the last time you went and did that, you need coaching. And that's plain and simple because you are the business. And if you don't have love for yourself, how can you go show love to other people? How can you grow your business? And at some point, you've got to recognize that this is what you've done. Like, don't have this fake humility of like, oh, yeah, you know, I come from humble beginnings. Like, that's great. But at some point, you have to take that confidence and say, I've earned this. And the things around me, I've earned. You're doing things that most people can't even fathom doing, which is taking a massive risk. You guys got to treat yourself and deserve it. You know, Jesse, you would really like it. Alan Langer is going to be one of our keynote speakers at our um, uh, festival that we're doing in Tampa come this uh, next March. And one of the things he says all the time is reward yourself when you have accomplished a goal. Yep. But, you know, the other thing is if you don't have a goal, you can't reward yourself. Yeah. And if you don't know what you want, how can you reward yourself, right? There you go. <laughs> That's the hard mean, part. And, 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 and so here, folks, from two different people in two different places, two different industries, talking the same language, there's got to be something going on here, folks. Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the things I do for myself is every time a new client signs up for our coaching program or you know, when one of my businesses, I have a certain reward for every business that I run. When something happens, I just go buy it and I have a list and I'll sit there and study it out. It acts as motivation. One of the things I buy is shoes. I'm a huge shoe fan. I love basketball shoes. I love all sorts of shoes. It doesn't matter. And it's mainly just because of the confidence. And I think that the reason why is because when I was a little kid, when money was hard to come by shoes, when I got them, it was like the ultimate confidence booster for me. So now I just give myself shoes all the time. What's interesting, <laughs> though, 
is every single pair of shoes that I put on, there is a specific like circumstance or a scenario that's tied to that shoe. So when I go put on a pair of shoes, it's like a flywheel. There's perpetual motion consistently because I put those shoes on, I feel that confidence from the previous deal. Meanwhile, I'm moving forward. And then when I go buy that next shoe, there's more confidence. And so I go look in my closet and there's 150 pair of shoes in that closet. And it's like, oh, there's 150 deals I've done. So those days I feel like, man, I, like, I'm not good enough or I have this imposter syndrome. You look at those shoes and it serves as a reminder to you of like, actually, I'm good enough. Like there's 150 reasons why I'm good enough. So do you right? go pick a pair of shoes just because you want to feel that confidence again from that pair? Yeah. And that's the thing is, yeah, it just depends, right? Like it gets to the point now where every shoe has some sort of scenario tied to it and it gives you the confidence. So now it's like, all right, I'm going to wear this shoe or, you know what? I haven't worn this shoe. And what's interesting is when you start to get too many pair of shoes, you find yourself getting rid of them. And it's almost like losing a child because there's so much emotion behind it that when you have to like retire that shoe, it's almost like a part of you dies. Like for me, at least it's like, oh man, like I remember that deal. I remember that moment. And I felt like this and I got to give it away now. But then you go replace it with another one. So I, I, you know, folks said, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking it in my head. So I'm just going to say it. You know, I can see this great big walk-in closet with theater lights and a name <laughs> underneath each shoe in its own little square box, yep. uh, you know, itemized and categorized. <laughs> You're not far off, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, there's some women that are probably listening to this podcast going, I got to talk with this guy. Yeah. Hey, and you know what? We welcome all people. Like my wife, same thing. Like she, she whenever she does something, because she's an entrepreneur as well. Um, she loves jumping on our podcasts and talking like as, as we do a, a couple's podcast. But when she does something, she rewards herself. And then she comes back and says, man, I feel good. And I feel amazing by wearing my shoes. Like she did shoes once. And that was not as motivating as a new dress. So before I knew it, she was buying dresses and more stuff was coming from Amazon to our house. But <laughs> seeing that momentum, right? That momentum, number one, indicates you're making money and that you should be grateful for that opportunity. Like, hey, this is a great energy exchange for me. I'm seeing a package come to my door. That means we made money. How cool is that? And it changes your mind, your mindset. And then it also, the, you know, the fact is, is that you're feeling confident in yourself and there's an energy behind confidence that we've all felt when you walk in the room and you're like, I am the best and no one can touch me. Like whether that's in sports, whether that's in your love life, whatever the case, like, you know, that there's not, there's nothing that's going to stop you. Like, you know, that you're unstoppable in that moment. So can we create an opportunity and environment where that's every single day? That's the goal of Emerge Coaching. And, and I think this should be what all entrepreneurs are, are looking to change because they don't take time to really search their inner self. They're right. so, um, you know, Mickey Anderson, one of our uh, marketing people that comes on the podcast regular now, uh, you know, she and I were talking about, you need to schedule time to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why, why are we not taking care of ourselves? You know, most of the time we're, we're stuck in three things. We're stuck in a issue where we feel like we're misaligned in our love life for ourselves. We're misaligned 
in our scarcity mindset. If we have a scarcity mindset, like there's never enough, I got to work hard. And so you're ex exuding a ton of energy to go create. And then if it's none of those two, it's most likely you're holding on to some sort of thought or some sort of past that has really affected you internally, that if you could allow those three things to be aligned and then start talk, like going into your intuition, your health and other things in your life, that's when the fulfillment starts to happen. But it's mainly those three things that we exude, exert so much energy into that we don't have time to focus on our health and on ourselves. And it's when you start focusing on yourself and recognizing your accomplishments, that's when everything starts to come together. You know, usually as we get ready to an end of a podcast, I'm, I'm wondering about a, something to leave. I think you just did it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, unless you have some other great word of wisdom that you want to leave us before we. No, I think honestly, the biggest thing I would, I challenge the listener is when you start to feel a negative thought, ask yourself at what point did I deserve this or did I decide this for myself and start to really think about it because you might find that it's tied to an emotion that was clear back when you were five or seven years old. And that emotion may not even be solving, like serving a purpose anymore. And because you're so addicted to that emotion, because it's grown up with you, you just need to recognize it, become more aware of it. And it may actually unlock more opportunities and more confidence that you're unaware of yourself. As we mature both physically and mentally, our businesses do as well. Things change. And so this is an ever growing process. And I think most every adult knows this, but it's stopping and taking time long enough to recognize it and then make the adjustments necessary. 100%. I agree. And the hardest part is the adjustments, because if you feel fear <laughs> and you know, that fear is something that's been with you for a while, even though you've started your business, there's that fear of, oh man, I got to make that first hire. Or, oh, I got to hire another person. There's always going to be that fear, but it's the courage to get through it. Allow yourself the permission to win. What if this next hire actually elevates your business and you become more financially free and you have more time to go spend with the ones you love? Because we all started this journey with the idea of making more money so that we could experience the things that we felt like we needed as children, as young adults, and even as you know, whatever phase of our life. We're starting this journey not because we just want to be self-employed, but because we know that there's money be to be made there. And we also know that there's time and opportunities that can be made by putting ourselves out there. And that's motivating enough. Now it's just continuing that motivation and that courage through times of fear in your business. Everyone Beyond Clean, our podcast is sponsored by gemsupply.net. That's Gem Supply uh, here in uh, the uh, Florida area where they've been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930. We appreciate their support and uh, the ability to do this podcast. There's some cleaning festivals that they're going to be sponsoring, as we talked earlier on some other podcasts as well. Um, please go to that website. You can find us here at beyondcleanwithace.com. You can also then find all of the things that we do here at the Academy, where? Academyofcleaning.com. Gosh, do you think we have enough websites? That's probably enough information for you there. But then again, there's hundreds of YouTube videos. There's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of those. 
And if you're listening to this in November of 22, don't forget to vote for the nationwide voting. The finalists are out, and two of them are racking up the points. So get in there and vote for them. You'll find that link on any one of those sites. Jesse, there's two questions I ask of every guest before I let them get off the podcast. So here goes. All right. Okay, let's do it. Where were you born? Uh, Murray, Utah. Ah, so yeah. Utah born and bred and still there. Still there. Yep. We did have a small stint in uh, Nashville for a bit, but uh, yep, Utah's our home ground. Okay, so this this next one, I think I might get a different answer than I usually get. Okay. Because of who you are and what you said earlier. Let's hear it. We're at the end of 22 almost. So this question is for next year. Mm -hmm. What is on your personal bucket list that you want to accomplish for you next year? Oh, good question. Um, I just bought my Porsche take on. Um, so next year's car and reward is a Lamborghini Urus. You know what? I just, there, there was something that I was like, I was like, is it going to be a car or going to be at this one <laughs> pair of shoes from Michael Jordan or something like that? I couldn't no. make up my mind. There's so many rewards going into next year, but that's the big one is the Lamborghini Urus. Well, folks, you know what? We might have to have Jesse back on the show next November and find out if he got that Lamborghini. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. <clears throat> now, you might be asking, why do we um, you know, ask these questions? If you've listened to the podcast, you already know. We now know that Jesse was born in Utah. We know what he wants next year with that Lamborghini hasn't finished his life yet, so we don't know where it's going to end up. But what we do want you to do on your journey of life is make sure that it is healthy, positive, and proactive. Until we talk to you again next time, stay safe, and we'll see you on the airwaves.